Hello. Welcome to the Family Mission Podcast. My name is Sam Spellman, and I am joined by just myself, apparently. No one else is answering me. <laughs> we just got to let you do that. I know. I saw, if you could see the face in here, that was like looking at me like, what like, are you going to say? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Left you hanging. Yeah, what are you going to do? I'm here joined by the whole family. We're going to get into the topic that we've been kind of rolling with, and that is mm-hmm. spiritual warfare. That's right. And the, the practical side of it. You know, how how do we put things into practice in our lives so that we have confidence in conquering things that the devil tries to shoot at us? Yeah. The Bible talks about fiery darts, things being shot. And the Bible also says every weapon formed against us will not prosper. Come on. Well, what do we have to do with God, with the Word, with oh, the Holy Spirit? we have to partner with Him yeah. to keep these things from po- pro- prospering. Prospering, prospering in our lives. <laughs> okay, well, just in in what you just said there, um, and we're just jumping right into this because of what he just said. You know, um, true worship, true worship with our Heavenly Father is all about intimacy, agreement, and partnership. Yeah. And so spiritual warfare is connected. Mm-hmm. It is a direct result of our intimacy our agreement, and then our partnership with, Amen. with Him. With Him. With Him. And, you know, so the Word of God, we talked about this last week. Go back and listen to it if, you, if you're just joining and you didn't catch it. Um, we really talked about, you know, that the, the working with the Word, mm-hmm. the Word, the Word, the Word. Well, intimacy is recognizing who God is, a true relationship, Mm -hmm. a true intimacy, a face-to-face encounter with Him, which means that we have to do that with the Word of God, Mm -hmm. with the help of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And, you know, we talked about last week, as she referenced, you know, when Jesus overcame temptation, trials and tests, He said, it is written. And what just leaped in my spirit as you were sharing, Kim, is that when Paul faced adversity, you know, he talks about this. He says, I know I've committed all these things to him and I know in whom I have believed. Oh, that's right. Okay. 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 So this is what, go back, go back, go back, repeat that again. (laughs) He said when he faced all the, well, let's just read it. Um, I can uh, pull it up here. It's in first Timothy. Chapter. Dun, dun, dun. Let me find it here. First Timothy. What's the do 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 so uh, it's actually Second <laughs> Timothy one, and this is where Paul says, "For this reason, I have suffered these things." Or not? Not to mean he's just going through it; he's enduring it. Come on. He's enduring. He's 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 pushing through these things. Nevertheless, I'm not ashamed. So don't let trouble put shame on you. That's, yeah. that's one Uh-oh. of the big ways to win warfare is don't let shame be a part Come of the on. equation. Just the fact that you're getting shot at or you're, yeah. you know, it goes back to even what we talked about. If you listen to any of these discussions on spiritual warfare, it's it's like if you're playing a game and you're playing specifically football is a real good analogy mm-hmm. of this. 
you know, it's nothing personal between the defense and the guy <laughs> carrying the ball. They're not personal. It's the ball. It's the fact that that guy's got the ball. Mm-hmm. And when we're carrying the the new birth and mm-hmm. we're carrying the Holy Spirit, it's mm-hmm. like we're carrying the ball. We're carrying the truth. And see, this is the thing that the enemy is is opposing. This is what darkness opposes is the truth. But again, here's the joyful news. There's no struggle between light and darkness. When you right. when you flip that switch to go into your room, there's no like phasing struggle. Is is darkness going to yield? No, the light just outshines it. So Paul goes on to say, for this reason, I suffer these things. Nevertheless, I'm not ashamed. So don't let shame be a part of the equation if you're going through a challenge or you're you're taking shots, whatever. But look at what Paul says. And this is what made me think of it. You're talking about the intimacy the agreement, the partnership. Paul didn't just say, because I know what I believe. No, he didn't. And so when Jesus was quoting the word, you know, it is written, it wasn't just a declaration of what he believed. No. It was who Who he was believing. In whom Mm -hmm. I have believed. For I know whom I have believed, and I'm persuaded that he. Yeah. Come on. He is able to keep what I've committed to him against that day. Okay, so here's a key component (laughs) of spiritual warfare is we have to know in whom. We have to know whom we are Mm -hmm. believing. Yeah. Who he is and what he does. Mm -hmm. You know, because personal personal relationship. relationship. And in James chapter 1, there's a scripture that we were were wanting to get into that today as well. And it says even this. I'm just going to read a part of it first. Let me get my Bible over here says this in James 1, verse 12, and you talked about Paul mm-hmm. in that section earlier where he says he endured, Yeah, right? It says this in verse 12, blessed is the man who endures temptation, for when he is tried, he will receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. And verse 13 is what I'm, I really feel the Holy Spirit emphasizing. Let no man say when he's tempted, I am tempted by God. Mm. In other words, if we know who... We have believed, we know that this yeah. temptation that's come before or something that's happened, it's not like God's working both sides of the fence. Yeah. Now, the devil will, but God's not over there punching you and going, who punched you? Mm-hmm. You know, you got to stand up for the hit. And it's like, no, 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 no. He's not hitting you and then expecting you to resist the hit. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make any sense. But he is there with you and provides a way of escape from these things or a way out or how to handle them. Well, if you take that same verse and you read it in the amplified <laughs> version, verse 13 says, let no one say when he is tempted, I am being tempted by God. For temptation does not originate from God, but from our own flaws. <laughs> Bam. Bam. Okay. Okay. So um, here's here's this in the voice, these two verses, because... As you can tell, we like to look at many facets of the Word of God, different versions. Um, it puts different perspectives. It put, puts different facets mm-hmm. of a verse. That's good and, because neither of us, none of us speak Greek or Hebrew. So having right. as many translations, helps. It, it helps give a fuller picture yeah. when you're not speaking that original language, right? Yeah. Okay. Let so, you triangulate it. Yeah. So here <laughs> is here is the voice. Happy is the person who can hold up under the trials of life. At the right time, 
He'll know God's sweet approval and be, will be crowned with life as God has promised. The crown awaits all who love him. No one who is tempted should ever be confused and say that God is testing him. The one who created us is free from evil and cannot be tempted. So he does not tempt anyone. That's right. And so, again, it's the relationship being highlighted here that we overcome when we press into the relationship. That's good. It says, everyone has it say the Lord has promised to those who love him. Yes. So when Paul said, I know in whom I have believed, he's saying, I know who I love. And I know who loves me. And so the love became the strength Mm -hmm. of the the ability to resist temptation. You know, Paul faced, I mean, you can read through Corinthians 11. I believe it's 2 Corinthians 11, where he goes through a litany of lists of the persecution he endured, the trials in the city, trials in the field, trials among his own countrymen, trials at sea. You know, trials among false brethren. He was constantly facing opposition, tests, persecution. And that's what he's referencing here when he writes to Timothy. He said, I've endured all this because I know whom I have believed. And when Jesus was tempted and he said, it is written. Mm -hmm. It's coming from that same place of relationship. You Mm -hmm. know, when you're speaking, it is written. It would be like if someone is trying to come up to you, say you're sitting in a Walmart. And you're standing, mm-hmm. and you're, you're sitting there, you're minding your own business. Someone comes up to you, and they just start going to town talking to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just, I mean, they're invasive, they're asking personal questions, and then all of a sudden, your spouse comes up. Mm-hmm. And, but, but the whole time they're asking, well, where's your, what's your bank account? Are you single? Does anyone, are you talking? You're like, whoa, whoa. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I have a spouse. Yeah. Right, or you're bringing that up. Someone's hitting on you. They're trying to make an advance on you to open a relationship, and you don't need that mm-hmm. because you're already in a covenant. That's right. It's like someone comes up, they start proposing. Mm-hmm. It's like no, <laughs> you don't need to propose to me. That's right. Because I know who I have relationship. I'm in with. a relationship. I'm in a relationship. <laughs> I have covenant. I'm I'm married. Yeah. Right. Why do you work? the place that you're saying those comments from? Mm-hmm. That's the same pocket. That we need to, when we bring the word up before the accuser, right, the devil, mm-hmm. that means prosecutor. Yeah. It means accuser. In other words, he's sitting there barraging accusations. You say, whoa, whoa, whoa. I know You could say who. he's flirting with you. You could say he's flirting with he's you. He's trying to, you know. He's trying to tickle your ear, right? It says, be mm-hmm. wary of the wiles of the enemy. Mm-hmm. But when you speak, no, I know who I have believed. It's not, right. it is written. In other words, they bought me a ring. Mm-hmm. Do you not see? It is written. Yeah. I got a ring. The Bible talks about the Holy Spirit being given to us as a promise. It's like mm-hmm. an engagement ring. Yeah. It's like, I know I got a ring. You're mm-hmm. saying that with conviction, with mm-hmm. trust, with expectation, with hope. So when we're using scripture in spiritual warfare, it's from that same place of, whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm-hmm. What are you, you're digging in something that you have no business. It's written. Mm-hmm. God is for me. Great is the Lord, and his mercy endures forever. Like you, you bring some of those things up, it's coming from a different place than just like a robot. Okay, I just got to make sure I say my scripture. Mm-hmm. Great is the Lord. And his mercy endures forever. No, it's coming from a totally different place in our heart. Yeah. And so it's that place, like you were saying, sweetheart, earlier, it's a place of intimacy. Mm-hmm. It's about a pursuit of agreement. Mm-hmm. 
And if we ever find our life getting out of agreement, the first thing we do is get our heart back into agreement because that's how we partner. And again, you, you brought it up. What is a, a covenant partner? Uh, like Kim and I, we have rings. That means we're partners, right? Mm-hmm. We're partners in this life, but not just partners in a worldly definition. We're covenant partners. That's right. It's a covenant love. It's a covenant commitment. It requires covenant sacrifice, yes. but it also produces a covenant joy that no one else gets to experience with her but me, and no one gets to experience with me but her. There's a covenant joy and a covenant reward that is, and like you said, those who endure, it says, will receive a crown of life. Um, I love it. It says, um, he goes on to say, but... Verse 14, but each one is tempted when he's drawn away by his own desires and enticed, like Dan highlighted. But when desire is conceived, this is going to what you were saying earlier, Sam, that when that conversation comes against us, that temptation, that trial, he's trying to put some seed in us. And he literally uses the word conceived. That when desire is conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it's full grown, brings forth death. So when we're talking about spiritual warfare, we're really talking about we got to make a choice of who and what we're going to be intimate with. That's right. And yeah. what what we are going to partner mm-hmm. with or conceive. Mm-hmm. That's similar similar words. Mm-hmm. Because when when we partner with a lie, yeah. When when the enemy comes and he presents a lie and then we choose to partner with it, Instead of going back to, no, no, that that's a lie. Mm-hmm. I'm going to partner and agree and agree with what the Lord has shown me in my intimate time with him through his word with that's the right. help of the Holy Spirit. Because it's it's like progression because there's intimacy, there's agreement, and there's partnership. Okay, so we read the Word of God. We've Let's just break it down like this. We read the Word of God. We've got the ammunition of the Word of God. We've got the revelation of the Word of God. We've got the truth of the Word of God. And so we've got that intimacy going on. And then there's agreement. So we have to choose to come into agreement with that what what mm-hmm. revelation came in that intimacy mm-hmm. that seed that was placed in intimacy we have to then come into agreement with it okay well i i see that in the word lord i i i see that my what i'm seeing in the natural what i'm feeling in the natural that is contrary to what i just see is in the seed that's in the word of god and so i'm going to take the seed of the word of god and I'm going to come into agreement with that seed. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see it. I'm going to. I'm going to declare it. I'm going to speak it. And then what happens? Then we work in partnership with it against the enemy. Mm-hmm. See, it's you take that ammo, then you put it in your sling when you mm-hmm. agree with it, mm-hmm. and then you can use it to strike down the enemy. Yeah, Amen. the partnership, the partnership. Mm-hmm. Because releases it. Releases it because. Um, because warfare, you need all three. Mm-hmm. You can't just have um, the end result of partnership That's without good. the seed of of intimacy and coming into agreement with mm-hmm. the seed of intimacy. And that's when we, that's really the, good. the trials and tests of life is basically a question, what are you going to agree with? Uh-huh. So that agreement is a huge, that's like the 
That's the swing in this deal. Which ways, which ways life's going to swing is depending on where I choose to agree. Am I going to tr- choose to agree like you were saying, sweetie? Am I going to agree with the truth? Yeah. Or, or am I going to agree with the lie? Am I going to agree with my feelings or the circumstances? Yeah, or am I going to agree with the promise? That's yeah. right. And so let's just take this a step further. Say there's there's the enemy and he's he's put something in your path. Okay, so you got symptoms all over the map in your body. You've gotten a diagnosis. So the reality of the fact is okay, there's there's something going on in your body. But the the truth of true intimacy is that Jesus paid a price for your divine health mm. and healing. So the seed of divine health and healing, that that intimacy counteracts what 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 the fact may be. Because mm-hmm. the good. truth of the word is by Jesus' stripes we are healed. Mm-hmm. We are healed. We are healed. I'm saying that again. We are healed by Jesus' stripes. So what does what does that mean? That means that the seed of that, we then work in, mm-hmm. in agreement with it. And then we work in partnership with it. And then the facts have to change. That's right. Amen. Absolutely. And you, you talked about just where are you going to align when these tests, these trials come, right? Mm-hmm. And again, we're not... We don't blame temptation does not come from the Lord. Amen. But nevertheless, these things come. But what is what is the goodness? Peter talks about our faith proven or mm-hmm. faith tested. You know, faith, another word for faith is trust. Mm-hmm. So if you put it back into relational context of a marriage, if you're out in public, you're in Walmart again, and mm-hmm. someone just rips a knee, they get down, and they just start proposing. They're telling you, <laughs> I'm going to buy you a Bugatti. I'm going to buy you a brand new house. Man, if you marry me, I'm going to give you anything you want. All the donuts, all the, I'm just speaking from my flesh here, all the donuts, all the money, any car, motorcycle, watches, fountain pen, you can want, Mm -hmm. right? I will give you all of that. And the question is, am I going to cheat and divorce the Lord? Mm Mm-hmm. Am I, or am I going to stand to the fact, and by cheat and divorce, it's a promise, mm-hmm. right? We're in this point where there's a coming, a day of judgment. Mm-hmm. The Bible talks about there's a coming of the Lord. There's a return of Christ. There's a day of the Lord that's yeah. coming. It's written about all throughout Scripture. That's the day of marriage. Yeah. Right now, we're in this marriage preparation moment, yeah. right? The marriage, the marriage supper of the Lamb has not happened yet, <laughs> but I have a promise ring. I have an engagement ring. That's right. If I'm engaged... There still is this opportunity, and I can use my free will to, to call off the engagement. Mm-hmm. Now, does that mean Jesus is calling off the engagement? No. Nope. Does that mean God's calling off the engagement? No. No, but I can choose to yield, mm-hmm. and I can choose to rebel and say, no, this covenant's not worth it. I'd rather have the $10 million, mm-hmm. right? And then I'm now getting sold short whenever, when I get married, think of what you're entering in a covenant with. Yeah. You know, so there's this preparation time. There's this conversation. And so when these trials come, what is that? That's just saying, are you going to stick to the engagement mm-hmm. or are you going to call it off? Yeah. It's not that it's God wanting to prove, are you worth it? But who would marry someone who's a cheater? Who would marry a <laughs> dishonest person? That would be a not very smart decision. 
Yeah. So, I mean, understanding it in relational terms sometimes can help. What am I, why am I warring? Mm-hmm. Why am I fighting the good fight of faith? It's because there's a promise. Yeah. There's a crown of life that is coming to those who stand. You know, I love what the Holy Spirit's doing in this conversation is he's really highlighting the relational walk with truth. You know, truth is a man. Mm-hmm. Jesus said, I am the truth. Yes. The way and the life. Truth and, sets free. And the truth sets free, but it's this relationship dynamic. And I love how you broke that down, Sam. And that might have been a new thought for some people, realizing this idea and this well, reality of this this proposal that Jesus made to us. And the Holy Spirit, you know, the seal of the covenant that, you know, again, we haven't entered into the full marriage yet. The marriage supper of the Lamb has not happened. But we're in this relationship, this covenant relationship with the Lord who gave himself for us and said, will you be mine? And we said, yes. I say, yes. You're right. And so we're moving Believe in your heart, confess with your mouth. Mm-hmm. So we're moving towards that ceremony day where we go in and, and the books are sealed. There's a new heaven. There's a new earth. The devil is thrown into the pit and this is all over signed, sealed and delivered. And the covenant bride of Christ, the covenant family of God goes on through all the ages. But here's something, too, I want to talk before we sign off today. We talked about where temptation comes from, and certainly the enemy is the tempter. <clears throat> but somebody might have had the thought, well, what about Abraham? The Bible says God tested him, you know, in Genesis 22. So there are there are ways that our faith is tested, but don't consider that as equal to temptation. Um, but there is a testing of That's the faith. Good. And and God did test Abraham. But notice this. That was a test of obedience. That was a test of instruction. That wasn't temptation to sin. That wasn't temptation to do something wrong. That wasn't temptation outside the boundary of love and covenant and, and purity and holiness. That was a test where instructions are concerned. And so there is times that our faith is tested not just in temptation-wise, but we'll be tempted in obedience. Obedience. The Lord's going to give directions. The Lord's going to give instructions. And if we don't pass it, thank God it's an open book test. That's right. (laughs) Thank God you can go around and take the test again. Believe me, he'll give you another test because he's just that good. He's just that patient. That's right. He's just that committed that, hey, they didn't get it this time. But I'm going to give you another chance. I'm going to let you take the test again. Because he wants you to succeed. Amen. He is committed to your success. He's invested into it. And he's going to hang with you all the way through. So hopefully today our our conversation about trials, tests, temptations, spiritual warfare, giving you maybe a, a fresh look at how relationally we're to be facing trials, tests, and temptations, how relationally we press into these things. We lean into not just what we believe, but we lean into who we are believing and who we are trusting. That's right. So again, we just wanted to bring this and encourage you because this is this is something that we all work through. Mm-hmm. This is something we're all exercising, something we're all practicing, and we're all walking into it. And God in His goodness has given us the tools that we all need to succeed mm-hmm. and be successful in our relationships and in resisting the enemy. 